What's that? It's the cabbage cart. The cabbage cart is here. It's got it's got square wheels. That's why it's making that sound. No, they're like a perfect shape to like do the. What would you call that shape? Um, like a gear. Seems like very specific where it's like chuck 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 and then it like it's a pause. And then it's it's it sounds like straight eighth notes. But with an emphasis on every third note. So it's a three wheeled <laughs> cabbage cart, sort of. Ooh. But then it's like So maybe it's like the the Sam Bridges motorcycle where all of the wheels are square and mm-hmm. they're like slightly misaligned. And they're slightly okay, yeah. The the reverse tricycle with tra- cabbage cart with uh, square wheels, maybe triangle wheels. The really modern cart. Chug it, 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 chug it. Hey, why do all my cabbages have bruises on them? Didn't even know you could bruise cabbages. How did you fuck up this bad? I had to. Take these cabbages through ghost fields. That's what it is. Who is this content for? That's the sound that my sprinkler made, I feel like. Yeah, everyone's sprinkler makes that sound. <laughs> directly hardwired into the online i got one of those wi-fi sprinklers they probably make those i can go on twitter on this sprinkler (laughs) welcome this is about avatar the last airbender today's episode hey alexis send water to my fields hey Hey, alexis Welcome to my pod, Cabbages. My name is Summer. My name is Noah. The episode we're covering is Avatar Day. Do you have any trivia or anything? I sure do. Here's a bit of trivia for Avatar Day, the episode. What a good fucking episode. Yeah, that's some trivia. (laughs) Did you know? Mm -hmm. It's a good episode. There's actually a lot of trivia for this one. I'm just going to kind of fire it off. Okay. So this is the first time in the second book that Zuko mentions that he has a goal of capturing the Avatar, which is actually kind of interesting because I almost kind of felt like the energy that Zuko was giving off was that he had given that up. Yeah. So it was interesting to hear him say that again. Mm -hmm. We'll, We'll get to that. Um, yeah, he's he's like procrastinating. He's like, yeah, I'll get to it. I'll do it. That piece of trivia included a lot of this trivia is like kind of moment specific. So I'll try to like skip that until it's relevant. Mm-hmm. But I have to share this trivia, even though it's like mild spoilers, kind of. But like, okay. 
And it's completely irrelevant to this episode, but the writers of the wiki thought it was relevant to mention Mm -hmm. as a bit of trivia for this episode that this is the last episode prior to Toph's introduction. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) It's just, we just know it's that important that it must be mentioned. Mm -hmm. One episode pre-Toph. This this is the last time (laughs) Toph isn't here. This is the last time you have to suffer waiting for Toph to show up. Mm-hmm. And they bring it up again. There's a second piece of trivia. This is the only episode in book two prior to Toph joining the group where the kids do not mention the search for an earthbending teacher. They're just like really excited yeah. about Toph. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, we all are. Yeah. Another bullet point on this is this is the first time hair loopies are mentioned by their name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> by hair their appropriate, loop. by their proper name. Hair loopies. Essential knowledge <laughs> facts here. I'm going to go ahead and like say also that the, the term hair loopies is a link with mm-hmm. an article <laughs> hair attached. No, this is interesting though. More hair loopies facts. Uh, Sokka foreshadows events in season three as he speaks of losing his boomerang, Aang losing his arrow, and Katara losing her hair loopies. These things come to occur over the course of the third season. Oh, I watched the show so many times that I didn't even know that. So or interesting. I, I, I did know that, but I didn't even... Didn't think about think, it. Think about that. Those are like their mm-hmm. identifying qualities. Yeah. And that's all we really have for Travial. This is a really good episode, though, like in that it's a perfect example of just like how good the show is at balancing like really lighthearted humor and like really good messages mm-hmm. do you know what i mean yeah like they do such a good job of just having lots of really genuinely like i did a lot of actual laughing out loud whether or not the jokes actually deserved it yeah but god it's like just so perfectly silly and then also in the middle of that you get these really jarringly poignant moments yeah. I'll, I'll say it is it is a filler episode is it? Yes, but it is good still. I I don't know. Like there's a, there's a couple of like plot relevant points, but they only make up maybe like a minute total. It makes me sort of question what the definition of a filler episode is then because like I I just feel like this episode is just so important to what Avatar is as a whole. Yeah. That it doesn't really matter what's happening for like the overall plot necessarily. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because it's like this is this episode is a perfect example of like mm-hmm. why this show is just so good. Yeah. It's it's it like, is. It's, I'm not saying that it's you, that it's bad. Right, right, right. No, yeah. no, no. But you could by that by that logic, you could also just say like all of the episodes in Nietzsche Joe are filler episodes. It's true. <laughs> This episode is actually really funny in that the whole thing is basically at um, the, like, it all starts literally because of a spider. All of it is, is it's like that domino meme, and the first mm-hmm. thing that happens is there's a spider. Yeah. I don't know if you noticed that. I, d- I didn't know that it was, like, a, sp- a spider's... So fault. we get that spider in Appa's mouth. It's in Sokka's mouth, actually. No, it's in Appa's mouth. What are you talking about? Then why does... Wait. Noah's right. It's just... It's just like the angle... Sokka has such a big <laughs> fucking the, mouth. The 
you're you're looking at the shot and you're thinking, how did they get the camera inside Sokka's mouth? It has to be Appa's mouth. Spiders Sokka. Spiders Sokka. Spiders Sokka. Spy spiders Sokka. What happens is Momo does something with the spider. He tries to grab it yeah, or something. Yeah, he he just kind of like. It reminds me of like the meme of like of like someone like grabbing Kermit the Frog's throat <laughs> <laughs> kind of thing. Yeah, Momo sticks his hand inside of Appa's just mouth. Just lunges to get the no, spider. No, no, Sokka's. Wait, did you say Appa Shit. or Sokka? And then there's like a huge kind of uproar, and this alerts the nearby Fire Nation soldiers, who then come running after them and surround them with their. What are they called? Hungry boys? Angry? The rough rhinos. Rough rhinos. <laughs> hungry, They're, hungry rhinos. Hang on. They're a military unit. They don't have rights either way. They're Navy SEALs. Ugh. They're SEALs? No, they're rhinos. They're, they're the rough. You can, you can put that on the list of animals that are only one animal. Navy SEALs, rough rhinos, smooth snakes. Wait, 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 wait. Now this, what? <laughs> did we talk about this with Alex? Are rough rhinos a combination of something? Like, what's the rough? No, I thought the rough rhinos were, like, literally the... It's the name of the, it's not the name of the animal, it's the name of the, the gang. Oh, this whole time I was thinking that was what the rhinos were called. They're, like they're no. species. <laughs> species. Mm, this one's pretty rough, actually. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> mixed with the animal of rough. Mm, this is a soft cat. I'm going to call these cats <laughs> soft cats. Soft cats. <laughs> uh, I mean, that's kind of what we did with the, the Inus. The Inus, the Shibas. Sh Shiba Inus? Yeah, because Inu just means dog. Ooh, this dog kind of looks like a dog. <laughs> <laughs> so they get surrounded by the rough rhinos. They're riding on Komodo rhinos. This is too much to hold in my head at once. <laughs> they make a quick escape. They get Katara's waterbending scroll, Aang's staff, and ah. Sokka's boomerang. Well, Sokka doesn't get to get his boomerang because they're in too much of a rush. And then, yeah. Okay, so yeah. Sokka's like... Wait, we had time for your shit and not mine. And Katara just does like the emoji, just like slight smile and just says, yep. <laughs> <laughs> they land somewhere to like pick up supplies. While they are doing their supply run uh, in this earthbending town. It's, a, it's Yeah, it's an earthbending town. Or it's, just it's, like an earth uh, nation town. It's an earth nation sort of village. village. They run into a bunch of people talking about something called Avatar Day, mm -hmm. which sounds very exciting. Aang is like, hell yeah, Kyoshi Town 2. We, we find out that there's there's water bending, there's water tribe money too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I didn't know there was different types of money. Uh, Yeah, I think they brought it up earlier. So they like, they're off on the sidelines enjoying the festivities and they, they wheel out these enormous figures. What would you call them? Like um, just giant? tall, tall parade float statue looking yeah. things. Uh, of three avatars, there's Kyoshi. What's the other one? There's Kyoshi, Aang, and then... Um, Roku. Oh, Roku. Because he was the sixth avatar. Okay. And they're like, hell yeah. Time to celebrate Aang and his past lives. And then... Uh, <laughs> This guy just kind of jumps out of nowhere and is just like, 
down with the avatar. And he just like mm-hmm. lights one of them on. He doesn't just light it on fire. He like jumps through the middle of it. Like oh, yeah. tearing like- a hole. <laughs> and uh, yeah, just like lights the whole thing on fire. Mm-hmm. And then all three of the floats get set on fire. Yeah. Oh, through, throughout this episode, Sokka is also like trying to speculate, like since he lost his boomerang, like what is next thing? Oh, yeah. His next signature <laughs> item. Yeah. Is it going to be? And he was like looking at the torch and he's like, hmm, maybe I can be like the torch guy. <laughs> he like bought something from someone and they're like, thanks, ponytail guy. And he was like, oh, I used to be boomerang guy. Yeah. It's cute. But before Aang's float can just entirely go up in flames, Katara runs out and uh, puts all of the fire out with the conveniently placed water jugs. Yeah, you know, the water jugs. (laughs) Aang reveals himself, takes his hat off. Surprise, motherfuckers, it was me all along. Mm -hmm. But you couldn't tell with the hat. His little little Clark Kent glasses. Yeah. His hat. God, I do love how much the writers just kind of leaned into that joke. Mm -hmm. Just like consistently used katara is like what's wrong with you guys ang is awesome he's such a great guy and ang's like yeah i'm awesome mm-hmm. i'm so nice <laughs> yeah i'm a good boy <laughs> i'm good uh and then it is revealed that apparently ang in a past life as kyoshi um murdered their leader mm-hmm. is his name chin chin Chin? Chin, yes. Chin the great. Chin the all right. Chin, no, he was great. Chin the, eh. Chin, chin the cool. Chin, chin the. Chin the, thanks for being here. Chin, chin the love to see him. Chin the, your best is good enough. And Aang is like, well, fuck this. I'm willing to go out on a limb and chin. have a trial to to uh, clear my name. Chin, chin the, he tried. Chin the, he, he's fine, but he's dead. <laughs> chin the, he's... They tell him that he can walk away with bail, uh, but they don't accept water tribe money for some reason, even mm-hmm. though the merchant sort of right next to the city did. This is kind of like a, sort of like a Bugs Bunny sort of situation. Where like they just easily just put the, they put them into like these social situations and they just kind of accept it easily. Like they could, they could break out of jail like so easy right. and like run away. But they're like so, like focused. They're on, like, just working through like yeah, like the social puzzle. Yeah. Instead of just leaving, they could just leave. There's, there's literally like a part where Aang is in jail and he's like in his stocks and uh, he's in he's like in the stocks with his his hands and his head fully locked away, mm-hmm. and then just like he just has it like that for most of the episode, and then at one point he just like very easily just like slides out of it and like sets it aside mm-hmm. to like have a conversation. Yeah. It's really fun how like low stakes this mm-hmm. episode actually is compared yeah, to like how much it's played for sure. up. It's very like relaxing to watch. So they somehow they managed to trick Sokka into helping them. I don't know why they had to trick him to to help. This <laughs> <laughs> is just I don't know, he was like was he not willing to help? And then they're like, "Well, don't you want to be a big boy solving the case?" I think I think he was 
he Sokka was in like a depression identity crisis. Right. He was distracted. He was a little distracted. They gave him a little hat and a pipe, and now he's good. Yes. Well, I think he pulled he pulled it out of his ass a little bit. He mm-hmm. has this little Sherlock hat and this pipe that blows bubbles, which mm-hmm. is adorable. And um, he has a little uh, – the hat has some sort of magnifying glass. Oh, yeah. Kind of attachment, handy. head attachment, yeah. A little monocle. Uh, this was another one of the fun facts. When playing detective, Sokka affects – an unusual hat and ornate pipe. Sherlock Holmes, a detective created by Sir Arthur Conan Doyle, was often portrayed in magazine illustrations wearing an unusual deerstalker hat and smoking an ornately curved pipe. Mm-hmm. Here's a fun fact. Okay. A little Sherlock, Sir Arthur Conan Doyle allusion. Thanks. You're welcome. <laughs> Mayor Tong's explanation of the murder included... um. There's like a okay. Here's one thing I do want to talk about. There was mm-hmm. like a a footprint outside of the temple. That yes. They were like, "This is Kyoshi's footprint mm-hmm. when she stepped outside and killed Chin." Yeah. Uh, which seems wild. Like this was a long time ago. How is there still this footprint in the the ground there? I'm going to assume that Kyoshi has very powerful steps and she used earth bending it was like just solid rock right there okay she like imprinted her foot in but the ground not to do spoilers like, okay but she didn't even do it she wasn't the one who did that that's true <laughs> oh wait wait wait. the other guy was an earthbender uh, he was an earthbender okay was an, chin was an earthbender right so yeah okay they were both earthbenders that makes sense then. Also, Mayor Tong's account was that Kyoshi came out of the temple to strike down the emperor, but Sokka used his little magnifying glass and he saw that the temple and the statue that was commemorating what was that? Mo- the know. memorial statue of Chin. So this is where I this is this is part of the reason I didn't want to talk about this, because they explain wait, wait. The statue and the temple are made out of the same stone. Yeah. And for me, I was like, what does that mean? Because because they said, like, Kyoshi emerged from the temple. But according to the account, Kyoshi emerged so from the temple. But the statue was made. Oh, it was a statue of Chin. The statue of Chin was made to commemorate him after okay. he died. Gotcha. So, and they were made from the same stone. So the temple couldn't have been there while he was still alive. Do they ever explain this inconsistency? No, I think it's, they literally just like, the story's obviously. Yeah. This is like the first clue, like, the story seems a little warped now, but now we can't, but we can't prove anything quite yet. Okay, fair enough. It's evidence. That's what evidence is. Yes. <laughs> so they Sokka and Katara then travel to uh, Kyoshi Island, which just seems like the next natural place to to gather more evidence. Mm-hmm. Um, and they are greeted by all of the wonderful people on Kyoshi Island that mm-hmm. are big fans of Aang, and uh, including Foamy Mouth Guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, can't not oh, mention him. Has his own page. Of course he does. <laughs> what does it say? <laughs> I'll see the page for Foaming Mouth Guy. <laughs> Earth Kingdom. <laughs> Personal information. 
allies, Aang, enemies, Fire Nation. <laughs> it doesn't even it doesn't even include like like the fucking Kyoshi warriors, just Aang. But they are escorted to the uh, Kyoshi Shrine, I want to say. The shrine commemorating Kyoshi that's, like, full of all of her beautiful original memorabilia, Mm -hmm. which was actually really fun to see because, yeah. It's a very, it's a very, like, it's a very humble shrine. Yeah. For, uh. Like, the most badass, powerful person to ever walk the the earth. The biggest and oldest, the longest living and the biggest avatar. And, like, most powerful and most beautiful, et cetera, et cetera. Just kind of looks like. The gayest, probably. It's just in a little tent. God, we just love Kyoshi. Mm-hmm. Kyoshi loving hours. Would love to see this whole show just redone with just Kyoshi. Yeah. Kyoshi direct action icon. Av- Avatar like starring Kyoshi and Momo with a gun would be two episodes <laughs> long. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it would just be one. It would just be one episode. <laughs> they kill the Fire Lord in 10 minutes and good. Her boots big enough for her goddamn feet. Her boots are big enough for her goddamn feet. So they are looking at... Oh, yeah. So that's a good example of something that they find here. The shoes are very large, and the footprint that they saw was tiny. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's like, well, that's obviously not Kyoshi's footprint. And then they also look at this mural... And there's a lot of very convenient information about this mural. I don't think I can, like, recite it, but, like, it happened to be painted on the exact day that this incident allegedly occurred, mm-hmm. like, 500 years ago or whatever it was. And yeah. it was called the birth of Kyoshi. I don't yes. think it was literally the day she was born. <laughs> <The> birth- but- <laughs> it's It's a painting... It's, oh, the birth of Kyoshi of, of Island. Of the island, yes. Okay. Because okay. we do get an explanation of how the island... Okay. Okay. Okay, yeah. This actually tracks now. So um, they they discover based on like the way the shadows are and everything that uh, the timing of the story was also skewed. Mm-hmm. Uh, they go ahead and just fly back and find the mayor of what is this city called that they chin village they find the mayor of chin village and they're like we're back bitch and we have evidence and he's like evidence that's not how any of this works what you think you can just come in here with evidence you can't just like but what if i just don't like you backing up we missed a couple of important extremely important scenes because okay and maybe this maybe this marks our departure from relying on the wiki too much because the wiki just decided to skip these like groundbreakingly important mm-hmm. Zuko scenes. Yeah. I guess we have to go back to taking notes. Mm-hmm. So so Zuko's got the he's he's back in his blue spirit cosplay and he's there's like people they just like seem like normal ass people like villagers. Can you even imagine? With with their food and he just kind of gets his swords and he's like this food's mine now and he grabs it and he runs away and he takes it back to Iroh and Iroh's like where'd you get this food and it's like just, the details just, aren't important that's not Uncle. important it doesn't matter <laughs> and then Iroh's like okay I'm 
I'd I'd love to have not stole <laughs> definitely not stolen food. This is great. And he still eats it anyways. I mean, I think they're doing this because they literally don't have any other options. Yeah. The next time we see Zuko, he's back at it again, being the blue spirit. But this time we see he's like a rich person. This is a classic, classic rich, rich motherfucker. Rich. Just mm-hmm. he's just balls deep in a uh a chest full of gold coins. Yeah. Just kind of rummaging that's, through, just smelling, licking them. That's what rich people do. They just kind of like, I, I, they Noah, hold gold. I literally, what? I think they literally might be doing that. So, um, any, so oh, yeah. Yeah, we got a little oh, yeah. carried we away. Got, we got a little rich guy. He's, he's, he's looking, he's licking his coins. He's putting them in his mouth and he's spitting them back into the, his coin uh, treasure chest. Zuko, as a blue spirit just like drops on the ceiling of this cart. He just like rips it open and he just grabs all the coins and then he leaves. That's character development. I guess, but I guess we know now that he's just taking it for himself too, but that's good. That's fine. Yeah. Sort of a Robin Hood Mm -hmm. moment for him. So they return to Chin, the Chin village. Mayor Tong says, He's explaining that the way that their justice system works is that it's just him and uh, the defendant, and the mayor will present the the case. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ang or the, the defendant will explain their side, uh, and then the mayor decides who is right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, and also another thing that we kind of we kind of glossed over is wait, that, I didn't get to say the joke. Okay, he says. Okay. That's that's why it's called justice, cause it's just us. <laughs> <laughs> it's, that doesn't even barely even make sense. <laughs> it's, it's so stupid. Oh great, the cat just pulled the doorknob off the door. <laughs> okay, we're we're, we're going to be podcasting forever. <laughs> um, another thing we glossed over is that Aang was like he he actually like made like friends with all the prisoners. There is a scene where Aang is in the little prison and there's like this really tough guy comes over in his chains and he's like, oh, nice tattoos. I think you'll fit in really nicely here. And it's very intimidating. But then like we, we come back to them like a minute later and Aang is just like bonding with all the prisoners, which rules. They're just mm-hmm. like sharing personal stories and helping each other with their problems. Yeah. It's good to see. Show with laser writing would would have just had them like get in and fights and whatever. Yeah. I love I love to see Aang just doing doing what he does best is just like being friends with people. Yeah. This is where he like takes his stocks off too. He's just kind of chilling. Yeah. He could just leave. If yeah, he wanted he can to. Just- <laughs> He's like, I guess I'll see this through to the end. Yeah. It's just um, the principle. <laughs> so the village comes out for the trial. Um, they're all sort of around that chin statue and the the little shrine that mm-hmm. everything took place. Yeah. And the mayor just explains, <laughs> just says, this is the avatar. He killed Chin. And now Chin is dead. And that's pretty much all he says. Yeah. Over to you, Aang. Mm-hmm. Aang somehow does worse yeah. <laughs> than this explanation. This, this scene is really good because he pretty much <laughs> word for word, like, 
just explains exactly what I personally remember from all the evidence that was gathered. <laughs> yeah, so we are to presume that Katara and Sokka like sort of gave Aang the rundown. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and us even having seen it all, for some reason, it's just so it's convoluted like... <laughs> that they, they hand the mic to Aang. And yeah. Aang, Aang says, well... Ladies and gentlemen, I'm about to tell you what really happened, and I will prove it with facts. Fact number one, you see, I have very large feet. And he points to his tiny little feet. Furthermore. (laughs) Furthermore. Your temple matches your statue. Uh, But I was in a painting at sunset. (laughs) So there you have it. I'm not guilty. God, it's so God, fucking I, funny. I literally couldn't <laughs> couldn't say it better myself just because my memory was so bad. Uh, and Katara and Sako look uh, absolutely devastated. Mm-hmm. Uh, Zuko is explaining to Iroh, this is where uh, the first time in the, the season that he finally restates his mission of capturing the Avatar to restore his honor. And Zuko, excuse me, Iroh, finally someone says it. He's like, Zuko, but I don't, I'm, I don't know how to tell you this, but um, I don't think capturing the Avatar is going to do shit mm-hmm. or fuck. Yeah. Sorry, bud. And Zuko's like, well, no, 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 that can't be true. Because if that's true, then there's no hope. And then I just, Iroh says, okay, so much shit is happening right now in real life. And I've been feeling, I've been feeling pretty depressed. Okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't know about you. <laughs> I was actually feeling pretty shitty today. And then Iroh pulls out this like absolutely beautiful, beautiful advice. And it like genuinely like had me tearing up a little bit. For anyone out there, anyone at home feeling a little under the weather these days, here's some good advice. You must never give in to despair, allow yourself to slip down that road, and you surrender to your lowest instincts. In the darkest times, hope is something you give yourself. That is the meaning of inner strength. Damn. (laughs) Yeah. Zuko needs to learn the power of self-respect. Yeah. Just like Scott Pilgrim. Just like Scott Pilgrim. He needs to pull... He needs to get a life and pull a sword out of his chest. He's got one, one sword... Blue Spirit holds two swords. One of one is love, and one is self-respect. Mm. And he's bad at both of them. And this is a bad metaphor. Yeah, it sure is. Uh, so back at the trial, they somehow managed to have enough time to run back to Kyoshi Island and just like pick up all of Kyoshi's shit. You good? <laughs> What's up? Do you do you ever think? If Jesus ended all his para- Where the fuck is this going? <laughs> do you ever think about... Do you wonder if Jesus ever ended all his parables just by saying, the end? <laughs> <laughs> he just, like, stands up and his knees are popping. <laughs> God. You never, you never think about how there were just like awkward moments with Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. 
Yeah, so now Aang is, they, they dressed Aang up to look like Kyoshi with this enormous oversized kimono, these big old boots, and the beautiful little face paint. And they're, they're like, I think this is going to do something. They don't really mm-hmm. have a plan. They just kind of, like, this is sort of a last resort situation. Yeah. And they were trying, they were doing this as a way to, quote, like, call a witness. Mm-hmm. Um. And for a second, they were like, this isn't allowed. We don't allow witnesses. But it's like, well, I gotcha. Kyoshi is technically Aang, so this one counts. Uh, And they're just kind of sitting around, like, waiting for something to happen. Katara's like, well, surely this will work. Look at all this shit that he's got on. And Sokka's like, well, I do believe in the power of shit. Mm Mm-hmm. They just wait around. Yeah, they're just like, <laughs> and they're like, she'll be here. There's a suspense moment. Chin is officially about to convict the Avatar guilty, but then at the last second, Aang just turns thank into God. a tornado. At the last second, thank God, Kyoshi does show up, and she stands there and she's like, "Yeah, I fucking killed." And then she, what of it? And then she leaves. She just walks away. <laughs> she actually has the true story to tell, and it's that Chin uh, was a terrible, tyrannical ruler, and she fucking killed him because he was awful, and like he was expanding his military all over the place, and she's just like having none of it. Mm-hmm. She's like just non completely unapologetic about it. it yeah. Rolls. There there's like some sort of like map montage of his like conquerings. And it seems to imply that he pretty much founded the entire Earth Kingdom mm. in a way. It's weird that we've never heard of him until this episode, but Yeah. The Earth Kingdom's huge. It is quite large. It's it's pretty much the whole world everyone else has like little islands the wiki describes chin as surprisingly short (laughs) which just seems unnecessary (laughs) actually like in the little flashback sequence that we get about uh kyoshi's encounter with him she doesn't even really directly kill him she basically in order to like protect her people just creates this enormous like unbelievably large rift. I mean, it literally like divides this continent, basically. So she should have said, like, I didn't kill him, but I wish I did. <laughs> I fucking wish it had been me, but it was just because he was so stupid that he was standing on the edge of this cliff when I separated the land. Uh yeah, so he he just was he just crumbled into this rift that she created mm-hmm. and left his lowly lonely little footprints just on the on the edge as mm-hmm. he went down so she made a whole island she did she did just make an entire island just by herself in like 10 seconds mm-hmm. do you ever get so mad you make an island i wit well you know that is kind of what i did with animal crossing that's what happens you you get mad you buy animal crossing profit uh and then and then th- here's a good example like so Kyoshi just kind of fucks off. She's like, I rest my case. And then everyone's like, well, great. I guess you are guilty then. I don't know what we're going to do about this. (laughs) 
and then they're like, bring out the wheel of punishment. (laughs) (laughs) It's just, this is exactly what I'm talking about, where it's like, this was such a, like, such a moving scene. And you, like, you had Kyoshi's, like, echoing, beautiful voice. Mm-hmm. And and then it like just cuts back to this absolutely ridiculous farcical like mm-hmm. stupid, especially because the wheel the we're like looking at all of them. There was like eaten by shark, like bed of nails, yeah. razor pit. <laughs> They're just like, well, I bet we don't have to think about that for <laughs> too much. Back to normal. And there's also just like a section that's just like community service. Mm-hmm. All right, now okay. wait. We do have another uh, Zuko scene before mm-hmm. we actually spin the wheel. Okay, yeah. So before they get to the wheel of punishment. So this scene is the one where Zuko basically tells Iroh, I think um, you've taught me well, well enough to know that uh, the rest of my journey now will be spent alone. So they're parting ways, mm-hmm. which oh, makes me sad. Yeah. I hate to see it. Yeah. But knowing, you know, how the rest of the show goes, mm-hmm. I am ex- I am also excited. Yeah. And Iroh's, like, very respectful of this, surprisingly. Yeah. Well, I mean, of course, because he yeah. knows that Zuko's right. And, like, I and think he was probably waiting for Zuko to, like, reach this point. Yeah. And he's probably proud to see yeah. that Zuko's ready to do that. Mm-hmm. Iroh's such a good dad. So, Wheel of Punishment, we got... Wheel of Punishment. punishment. We got Bear Hug, Platypus platypus Bear Hug. We got uh, Burned at the Stake. We got Razor Pit, uh, Bed of Nails, Community Service. There's a very mysterious one in the bottom corner there Mm -hmm. that I don't know that we necessarily will ever... get to see find out what that is Eaten just an shark. upside just a just a guy with a squiggly line next to his head <laughs> it's just this is it looks like that fucking like mario kart or mario party mini game where you're like swinging from vines <laughs> okay swinging <laughs> swinging swing. from vines they might have drawn that and hoped that it never uh, came it, up it never just was, some random like, shapes covered the whole time okay so he spins the wheel and Looks like it's boiled in oil. Like here come the the Navy SEALs. Can we? Here come the rough rhinos. Yeah. Never mention the actual. Um. And here comes the rough. Wait, there's 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 a there's a beat in this scene that's very funny where. He says, looks like it's boiled in oil. And then there's just like silence and Aang is just like staring at the ground like all sad. <laughs> <laughs> and like no one is saying anything. And it's just really funny. But he's he's drawn out of his reverie yeah. by an actual bomb. He's like, it just like sits there for a little <laughs> bit and no one even reacts to it until it explodes. I mean, my first thought on seeing it was just that like someone in the crowd was just like mad and throwing like okay. rotten fruit or something. Okay. So I don't I, like I just don't think people had necessarily time to process exactly okay. what it was. Um but yeah, the the rough the rowdy rough and rowdy boys are here mm-hmm. with their bombs and their guns. The rowdy rhinos. And Suddenly, they just, they want Aang's help, Mm -hmm. but he's supposed to be boiled in oil until 
the mayor changes shifts the wheel a little bit to community service and is like uh, serve your community and fight those rough and rowdy boys. Fight those rowdy boys, <laughs> Avatar. And Aang is like, I got this. And he uh, jumps off with his little uh, fans. This is fun because something I learned when I was learning Bagua is that like the one of the female versions of Bagua is done with fans. So this is like an actual martial art that he's doing with these little fans. Yeah. I do love to see it. And he's still he's still still doing his bagua, but mm-hmm. but now it's more powerful. I don't know why he doesn't just do that. Yeah, you got a little you got a little extra oomph in your air. Mm-hmm. Those fans, and they're like fucking metal fans too. As you find out, like when he drops them at some point, they're like clang. Yeah, so fucking cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Uh, bending fight time. Bend bending fight time. Uh, Ang does this whole fight in. The Kyoshi makeup. Regalia. Uh, Sokka really comes through in this fight sequence, to be honest. Even, mm-hmm. like, initially without his boomerang, he will, he runs in, he uses his, well, actually, I don't think he did this on purpose, but he, like, he, like, pulls his little monocle thing out, and it, like, shines almost like the way a magnifying glass in the sunlight will, like, catch an ant on fire or whatever. He shines it into the light of one of the soldiers, like I said, I think it was an accident because then the soldier turns around and uh, shoots an arrow at Sokka, which just like, I think it's, it's like a flaming arrow too. Yeah, he, sh- he shoots a fire arrow at Sokka. Just straight at him. And yeah, he's going for a headshot. <laughs> but he misses, catches Sokka's Sherlock hat. Because which- his hat's. His hat's so big. He got distracted by the hat. And it's like when you're driving and you're looking at something and you start drifting towards it. uh, The hat gets blown, blown. It's it's like a wig, like wig situation. Like, Mm -hmm. and the the hat goes flying back with the flaming arrow onto like a pack of bombs on another, Mm -hmm. on another soldier. And and then the, the hat acts as tender to like set the... It it goes ablaze. I I guess I said that this was all Sokka, but he made an accident, and then mm-hmm. <laughs> the other soldier just fucked it up. Um, but then the sack of the wait the sack. <laughs> Sorry, the sack. The nut sack. Oscrungus. <laughs> <laughs> The horn goal to a scrungus. Oh, stop! The the newt sack of the the horny boy, the rough and rowdy boy, mm-hmm. uh, looses, lo- becomes loose, and rolls over to Sokka. And what's that? Sokka's boomerang is inside of it, and looks like boomerangs always do come back. That's a joke I just came up with. Wow. You're such <laughs> a good jokester. So smart and funny. Yeah. I mean, I was actually saying this is a this is a very clever, like, deus ex machina kind of way, just giving the boomerang back. Because, like, we'll allow it because it's fucking funny. Yeah. It's a boomerang. That's what they do. It's a boomerang. It comes back. <laughs> also, there there was a bit of genius high iq foreshadowing where Sokka said i do believe in the power of stuff and you may see <laughs> that Sokka was using a bunch of st- just random stuff 
to fight all the soldiers. It's is, the power of stuff. That is Sokka's thing. Maybe that's what, like, this whole episode, Sokka was trying to find his new thing, and he realized, oh, it's the same thing it's been all along. Stuff. I'm <laughs> the, the stuff thing, guy. The things. <laughs> I'm, the st- I'm the stuffed guy. <laughs> He's like. It's like, the things weren't in me all along. It, oh, the things weren't in me all along. It was just all this stuff It was the stuff I had, I had along the way. Along the way. <laughs> yeah, because then, not only that, he throws his little Sherlock pipe at the soldier who was aiming another uh, fire arrow at him, and the pipe just lands perfectly, shloop, right onto the arrow, puts the fire out. <laughs> yeah, and then... <laughs> Katara's fighting, she's good at water bending. Aang's fighting, he's good at air bending. It looks cool. Uh and they they beat they they beat the rough and rowdy rhino riders. I do wanna say, like, when Aang is fighting a couple of things. When Aang is fighting like the main guy, mm-hmm. he starts doing airbending like Spider-Man. I don't know if you notice that. No. He's like slinging it out of his wrists. I see. <laughs> With the little, like, <clears throat> mm-hmm. hand motion, yeah, which was good. And then we also get this uh, main rowdy boy is using a little nitrous power with his firebending to get his rhino to go faster. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just thought that was yeah, worth pointing out. Nitrous? Yeah, like a cool sort of Fast and Furious car. Mm-hmm. I played a lot of Need for Speed as a kid. Mm-hmm. So then they celebrate a new Avatar Day. Avatar Day 2. <laughs> well, I was waiting for you to lean into the I, mic. I was just thinking it was like Avatar Day. <laughs> <laughs> Where they have a new tradition in which, God, this is so good. Uh, their new Avatar Day treat is just raw dough in the shape of little eggs. Just to remember that he was not boiled in oil. (laughs) Oh my god. What Uh, a fucking good episode. Is that the end? Um yes. I think it's a perfect episode. It is. I'm gonna go ahead and say it. It is a perfect episode. I could just rewatch this episode like every day and just feel a little better. Mm -hmm. Maybe I will. Maybe I'll make that a tradition. Um maybe not. I don't know. I'm I'm going back and forth on it. Mm -hmm. This is completely unrelated, but I was thinking like, just like every time, every time Todd Howard like re-releases Skyrim for something else, he's just like on the stage and he's just like, Skyrim? Yeah. That would be really, really funny. (laughs) It would be funny. I'm not saying that it is, but it would be funny. God, you're so right. We're not going to do 20 questions today. Oh, we're not. I think we... Yeah, we already got got rid of it. We discussed just doing it for Tea with a Fascinating Stranger. If you have not listened to our last episode, we know that they're labeled bonus, but Mm -hmm. if you're comfortable with spoilers and such going unchronologically... Uh, yeah, go listen to our last and all of our Tea with the Fascinating Strangers because we have some fucking fascinating strangers. Yeah, it's really good. It's good shit. Um, and this week, instead of doing 20 questions, we're going to do a few questions from our listeners. Whoa. Yeah. Listeners. This is a little treat. We're not going to probably do this 
very often, but we wanted to do it today. Mm-hmm. Our first question is from Twitter user Age of Oddish, a friend and guest of the show, Stephanie. And she asks... Stranger of the show. (laughs) (laughs) Stranger of the show. Very good friend, stranger. Stephanie asks, for the main kids, what Animal Crossing species would they each be and what would their personality types be? Ooh, Aang Aang is very floaty. So I feel like that he has to be like some type of bird. Are you just saying that because he's an airbender? Uh, yes, but like... There's a lot of airbenders who have, like, more of a solid energy, like Tenzin. That's true. You know. That's a good point, yeah. Aang is... But I feel like Aang could even be, like, a mouse, too, though. He could be a mouse. He's bouncy. He's bouncy. He's not just floaty. He's bouncy. He's Maybe he's a monkey. Maybe he's monkey. Oh, I for sure feel that. What if he's monkey? He is monkey, is the thing. Mm. He has monkey, and he is monkey. Yeah. Aang monkey. Monkey Aang. Plus, he's got he's got those ears. As for his type, that's kind of tough. I actually, I kind of feel like he's more Uchi than anything else, to be honest. What's Uchi? Like the sisterly type. Yeah. Because he's just, like, helpful and, yeah. Yeah. I, I think that's reserved for, like, girl characters, but I feel like it fits him best. Other than that, it would be, like, maybe Peppy? Mm-hmm. If he was in Animal Crossing, he'd probably be Peppy. Yeah. And then uh, Katara. I already feel like Katara's probably a cat. Cat. That's why her Tara. name is Cat Tara. Tara. Well, we can't back out now. <laughs> <laughs> and she would probably be snooty, unfortunately. I mean, the thing is, the thing you got to know about Avatar is that there's a lot of character development. Mm-hmm. I think she starts snooty just because that's really the only option she has in, like, response to the people around her. Mm-hmm. But I think she sort of grows into an Uchi type. But she's also loud. Are you saying she's a jock? She might be a... No. No, 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 no. <laughs> but she likes to be loud. So probably snooty. Yeah. Um, And Sokka, I already know what he is, like, type-wise. Mm-hmm. Animal's a lot tougher. Hmm, animal. Actually, Sokka is like a lot of different types, but the one that like feels the most correct is Jock. What if Sokka was a penguin? I was thinking the same thing. (laughs) Yeah? I just don't want to offend our penguin lover Mm -hmm. uh, listeners. Yeah. Because Sokka does have quite an abrasive strain. But like a Jock penguin, I feel like... A Jock? penguin of course mm-hmm. he's even from like the northern water that's, tri- that's what Sud- I was thinking. southern water tribe yeah he's like ice boy jock mm-hmm. always trying to prove how big he is yeah yeah i think that fits perfectly so we got a monkey a monkey peppy ang we got a, pe- a snooty slash uchi katara cat tara mm-hmm. and we got jock penguin Sokka. That feels right. Uh, was there was there another character? Those are the main. I mean, uh, Steph asked specifically the main kids, but you could maybe throw Zuko into like quote unquote main oh, kids. Tough. We're not even there yet. Okay. I mean, like if you want to get into it, there's a lot of main kids. Mm-hmm. I think we can 
safely skipped off until next episode. episode episode regulars we'll yeah. reveal that in the next episode <laughs> Um, but if we wanted to get into Zuko, and I really do, okay, uh, I feel like he would be cranky for sure. He is cranky. Animal wise, that's tough. Lion seems low hanging fruit. That in feels a way. like what Iroh would be. Yeah, is Zuko a cat? He might be a cat. Maybe that's why uh, the Zutara ship feels so right sometimes. The cat and cat <laughs> relationship. He kind of feels like maybe he's an ostrich too, though. Yeah. What if he was a deer? Cranky ostrich. Uh, or a wolf? A wolf, wolf, of course. Cranky yeah. wolf boy. Yeah. That feels very right. Mm, yeah. Okay. I feel like that covers it. Yeah. Thank you, Stephanie, for the question. Thank you, Stephanie, for the question. Good question. Stephanie Roughrider. Right on Steph's coattails, we have another question from... Stephanie Rough Rhino, sorry. Twitter user Maxi Bajillion. Okay. Good friend of the show, Max. Okay. With a very similar question. Okay. Or just, I guess, in the same... Uh, same area. Same genre. Mm-hmm. Max says, I have one question. Since nearly all the animals in the show are hybrids of two regular real-life critters, what hybrids would you place in the world spore style? And then, oh. wait. What do you mean, spore? He style? gives a couple. He gives a okay. couple of uh, uh, examples: mm-hmm. vulture fish, beetle okay. puppy, cat mm-hmm. dog. Okay. <laughs> I think yeah. The question is like, you are playing spore and you're creating an animal to be put in Avatar. Okay. What do you what, like? What gene splicing do you do? Mm. <sighs> there are so many good answers to this. Is the thing. I've always loved the idea of the chaos that would ensue if you had like one of those like really small dogs, just kind of like the, Mm -hmm. what's the general word for like a small dog? Um, Lap dogs. If you had a lap dog that could like fly really fast. Oh, I hate this. Yeah. Here's the thing. I was going to say mix a cat and an owl because that sounds like the perfect animal. Mm -hmm. Then I was thinking owls are already cats. That's true. (laughs) They're like cat birds. But the thing is, owls, they don't like to be touched that much. Neither do cats. Cats like to be touched sometimes. Well, have you ever tried to pet an owl? Yes. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) They don't seem to hate it. Yeah, but... You're right. Owls are, are are pretty catty. They're cat birds. They even love killing. We have an animal, an avatar animal in real life, and it's owls. That's yeah. Wow. So incredible. I would Beautiful. say I would. Hey, this is just making me realize hmm? a lot of animals in real life could be described that way, like namely just the platypus in general, mm-hmm. as a, just a great sort of like shining example of this. Why did they? Why did they name all of these animals like combo? combinations of <laughs> they could have just come up with new names for these animals mm-hmm. call the platypus bear a a a, a glottagus or something okay you didn't have to come like what if we were calling owls just like cat birds okay um i would combine a a pomeranian no with a hummingbird absolutely not a wait hum- what a hummeranian <laughs> I- 
So it's got big bird wings, but it flies around like a hummingbird. Mm, This sounds like something out of a horror movie. Can you imagine the sound that that thing would make? No, but it's, but I mean, (laughs) I mean. Like a bee from absolute hell. Hummingbirds barely make any sound though. What are you talking about? Have you ever seen a hummingbird up close? So many, so many They sound like bees. Okay, so, but. I think, now I feel like I'm losing my mind. If anything, but that's because they're so small. If, if you're bigger, it would be like a. And hummingbirds. Like a, Can we talk about hummingbirds? Hummingbirds are just bee birds. They are bee birds. Um, bug bug birds. How is, it, in a way. how is it using its wings that fast? The so I'm saying, but a hummeranian would. Isn't would that a love type you. of car? Yes, a hummeranian <laughs> loves you. I've never met a hummeranian loves, that loved me. It loves to. It loves to bark and mm. it loves to get up right into your face. You're and losing your, me more and it more. It likes to lick your nose. And this it always looks all happy and jolly. I hate it. You know? Get it and out it of here. It flies around the house. Get it out. Incited. I'm ex- calling, excited. I'm calling a good friend who's good with bugs to come and capture this and take it out of the house. I hate it. But that's, I guess, you used up your wish. My <laughs> turn. <laughs> Did you say anything yet? No, because no? I've just been like, just furiously trying to fend <laughs> off this yeah. creature you've just summoned. Okay, you go, you go ahead. My first instinct is I I need to include a cat in there because cats are already perfect Mm. animals. But then the problem is like, how would you, can you? Oh, sorry. (laughs) How would you improve a cat? (laughs) Wait, I know. What? What? I know. What? Everyone is going to feel really uncomfortable, but. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) A human cat. No. (laughs) No, no. Hear me out. Hear me out. We know how, we know how. I mean, there's. Wait, shush, shush, shush. We know how the avatar animals work. Sometimes there's just like one feature, even if it's like a personality-based feature. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to have any of the parts. Okay. If you can just make a cat that talks like a human and loves like a human. So. And cries like a human and laughs like a human. That would be a perfect animal. So, okay, so you're not talking about like a no, no, like no, full no, metal alchemist, no, 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 no. kind of human cat. Okay. What the fuck? That's where my mind went. And I'm not talking about cat girls either. Okay. I'm talking specifically oh. about a. Well, we can talk about <laughs> cat girls <laughs> on our other podcast. For mm-hmm. now, I want to talk about cats. That cry like human beings. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Our next question. We have two from very good friend of the show, Matt Berger, who asks, oh, uh, Matt at Pulling Pork on Twitter asks, uh, we'll do one question and then we'll do the other one and then we'll come back to the other one. Okay. Uh, Matt asks, number one, what gets you so hype that you foam at the mouth? <laughs> gets me so hype when I foam at the mouth? No, no, no. What gets you so hype that, in conclusion, you foam at the mouth? Okay. Can you go first? Uh, yeah. I mean, I can think of a lot of things. Okay, you go ahead. God, I'm such a passionate human being. Mm-hmm. Avatar The Last Airbender, award-winning television animated television show gets me foaming at the mouth mm-hmm. what gets me so hype that i foam at the mouth is when 
I uh, it's when it's when you pour a beer. I was literally going to say like <laughs> drinking a beer and getting that back up. I, I was I was going to say like I get so hype when I pour a beer that I pour it straight into the glass and not at the edge and then it gets all foamy. But it's I'm just... so hyped that I just start drinking straight up foam and I'm now I'm foaming at the mouth. That's, That's what happens to me. That is a very literal take. The cats are still impatient. actually trying to lock us in the in the office. Now. Yeah, yeah. That's definitely that'll do it. <laughs> my cats. Yeah. Uh, lemon demon voice. My cats. Mm-hmm. My cats got small ones. Tiny little cats. I wish these cats would take me away. They're so good. Literally. We've had our cats for over a year now, and we'll have them for many, many years to come. And every single time that I see them, I'm I'm furiously trying to ignore them, like scratching at mm-hmm. the door right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, but every single time I, I see them, like I get a little, I'll get a little foggy, a little misty. Mm-hmm. It's incredible the power of cats. Yeah. Have we talked about the cat parasite before? Cat parasite. Uh... I feel like it's been I'm not in the podcast, but I'm pretty pretty sure it's been talked about. Just in Just general. Just in general, yeah. Uh, well, if this is the first time you're hearing about it, there is a parasite. If you get scratched by a cat, you're very likely to get this parasite that most cats have that they pass on to things that they scratch that makes you love cats. It's like an evolutionary thing that gets uh rats and like critters to like come to them and it works on humans for actual love. Mm-hmm. It's incredible. I would highly recommend getting scratched yeah. <laughs> by a cat. Something else that gets me foaming at the mouth is uh, my friends. Love you guys. Oh. Anything else, Noah? Uh no. <laughs> you have just sad existence. <laughs> Next question is from Twitter user Argyle underscore funk, friend of the show. Argyle also just like Apropos of nothing, sent the link to unfried dough, just like the wiki. (laughs) (laughs) I guess on the Avatar wiki, there's like an article about unfried dough. Well, we we have to. I do have to click on this link now. Look at the unfried dough. (laughs) Unfried dough is a local Earth Kingdom dish of Chin Village, human shaped with an arrow pointing downward on its head. Unfried dough is modeled in the likeness of Avatar Aang honoring how he saved the village of Chin Village from capture by the Fire Nation. History. On Team Avatar's <laughs> visit to Chin <laughs> I'm not going to get into this, but thank you for that. Do and you, Do you think that in Legend of Korra, when they invent air fryers, they'll, like, it's technically not unfried in a way. There's no oil. It never got boiled, boiled in oil. It's in the name. It's still fried. You know how air fryers work, right? Literally, no. <laughs> no I don't know either. I'm pretty sure it's just magic. <laughs> I mean, you know? science is magic. Argyle asks. You put it in, you put it in, and then it goes like, Hurr! and oh, then it, you fry it. Argyle has a good question. Argyle, talk S- to me. Since the village likes the Avatar now, what fun non-punishments should they make into a wheel for the Avatar to spin? Wheel of non-punishment, <laughs> not just... <laughs> Not just fortune, not not anything good, just like a just, neutral non punishment. This is not going to punish you. I like to imagine that the wheel would include things like um, folding towels. Mm-hmm. Well, some people could see that as a punishment. 
we got to get more neutral. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Maybe like th- the wheel of non-punishment could include such delicacies as clipping your nails mm-hmm. or perhaps replacing your shoelaces with those little curly ones that you don't have to tie. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would say maybe like a buy one, get one free coupon for like a small fries at Burger King. Okay. Because you could say that, you can't say that that's good or bad. No, I am going to have, like I am required to like mention there is not a Burger King in the Avatar universe. So, you know, whatever, uh, buy one, get one free uh, half cabbage. A buy one, get one free half Cap, wait, why half? I don't know. You can't get like two. Whole- <laughs> don't Maybe, get carried away. Actually, actually, yes. A buy one, get one free. Well, no, no, no. You already said half cabbage. Okay. That's what it is now. Okay. Buy one, get one free half cabbage. I, I see it. Half cabbage. The glass is. <laughs> the glass is half cabbage. There might also be maybe uh, like a portion of the wheel of non-punishment that says play some chess. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I bet there's one that just says spin again. Of yeah. Course. And maybe one, that's like most of the slots. Yeah. And one of them is uh, uh, bankrupt. What? Bankruptcy. Our next question back at it again, Matt Berger. Matt's second question is What do you think about this episode's theme of the subjectivity of criminals, criminality, and systems of justice shown in Zuko and the gang's plots? Given what seems like a bit of recent resurgence of the show, do you think it it could help tap a new age of kids into the notion of abolition and reform by helping to simplify and contextualize what they may be seeing in the news into this progressive ideology? Or is simplification unnecessary and a social media feed as it is now easy enough to understand and enough to radicalize the young mind? Holy shit, Matt. What mm-hmm. an excellent question that I feel fully unqualified to answer, but I'm going to do my best. Mm-hmm. Because yes, 100% agree with the first part and the second part. Because here's the thing. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, yes. This is a great way to like get kids into just sort of like cracking open that little walnut brain into like maybe considering that the justice system is absolutely fucking Yeah. <laughs> Helping no one. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think your point to like, is this simplification unnecessary? I think the thing is, I think a lot of the older Gen Z youth type uh, watcher of the show is probably already going to have a more complicated understanding of the issue due to social media by now. But mm-hmm. the thing is, they're, they're going to be really young kids watching this show, yeah. which was where I was. Mm-hmm. And part of me wonders if like perhaps in fact, no, I don't even have to wonder about it. I know for a fact that this show did a really good job of like sort of steering me in that direction. Absolutely. Yeah. A hundred percent. I would not be there. There are very few things that I can look back on mm-hmm. and be confident that they actually helped me grow as a person like media consumption wise as a child, especially mm-hmm. in the absolutely ridiculous like environment I personally grew up in, I know I can say with confidence that the show is very good at uh, helping steer a child towards that radicalization. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. It's not like an, 
Yeah, I don't think it should be like an either or thing. Like, I think there should be all levels of complexity. Yeah, absolutely. Like, if you're writing like a whole book series versus like a, an episode of kids television. 100%. Sometimes that's satire, you know? I kind of want to like, there are like grown ass adults on my fucking Facebook feed that I wish I could just like force to sit down and watch Avatar because it's like, clearly you need some kind of basic, like very black and white, like full color, wait, <laughs> 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 like a very cartoonish representation of these injustices in order to just like for you to entertain the idea yeah to even like consider it Mm -hmm. you know so i i do feel like absolutely there is a place for for all of that i think every little every little bit helps yeah even just like like i said today i've been in a a really dark place and i was like you know what i i just want to watch some avatar today that's what we're gonna that's how we're gonna spend our time today and I think it's going to make me feel better just because it always does. And especially like with the full content, like the context and the like the overall plot of this series is so like uplifting right now for like everything that's happening because it's like just so simplistically relevant. But in a way, it does make you feel less alone yeah. <laughs> fighting these kinds of fights and yeah absolutely i yeah hearing iro say those things even just as my as me today it still helps still helps yeah fucking good show it is a good show so yes and yes and no and no and yes <laughs> yep <laughs> yep <laughs> thanks matt and that is all of our listener questions. Nice. Do you have any questions you want to share? Uh, yes, I have some questions from forms. That's avatarspirit.net. Oh, hell yeah. I could get to page one, but I couldn't get to page two because the forums are down and I have to use Internet Archive. Yeah, I don't know if we, like, talked about this yet, but, like, it's just, like, painfully, hilariously ironic that <laughs> the episode... There was a like a few episodes ago where we were like, "Oh yay, time to do our Avatar Spirit questions." And then uh I said like, "At least we always have the internet." That was in the that was in the very episode that we found out. Yeah. That- we didn't we didn't address that at the time, but it's just so ironic that we were like, "We yeah. always have the internet." And then like Moments later, mm-hmm. <laughs> narrator voice, moments later, they would find out yeah. that they would in fact not always have the internet. Yeah. At least we always have Wayback Machine, we, which will never, well, nothing will ever happen to Wayback Machine. I genuinely don't know if you heard the bad news. I have heard the bad oh, news. Oh, thank God. <laughs> I was like, I do not want to have to have this discussion right now. Here's a question from Ignite444. Ooh, their role is uh, Hotman. I recognize that name. Ooh. Because it's that 444, which I always put oh, yeah. on my username. Um, Could be me. Still don't know. Is it me, or is that whole scene with Aang talking to the thugs simil- familiar somehow? Um, I mean, yeah, because I've seen the episode. <laughs> yes, because I've seen the episodes a while ago. Uh, a few times. Yeah. Lethe. What was that? Lethe. Lethe? Lethe. Lethe Crunch. 
Lethe Crunch, Lettuce Lethe, <laughs> asks or says, I think it's pretty obvious Zuko will become friends with Aang. My guess is at the end of this book. By the way, did you guys watch the preview for the next episode? It looks awesome. Ah, uh, hell yeah. Everyone is so stoked for the next episode. Yeah. Oh my god. Um, hmm. I am actually surprised that this person, presumably, like, likely a kid, actually picked that up. Because mm -hmm. as we... As we have been seeing with like lots of people re or, or watching it for the first time right now, since it's on Netflix now, aren't really seeing these things uh, happening as much. Mm -hmm. They aren't getting the same vibes. I wonder if it's like, I don't know if it's like a product of, hmm, I don't know. Like, is it just a, like back then it seemed more likely and now, you know what? Yeah, because I feel like a lot of media nowadays is just dark all the time and mm -hmm. like nothing good ever happens in anything anymore. <laughs> yeah. Thanks game of Thrones. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, but I think the thing is there needs to be more good, wholesome content. Yeah. So I, I think a lot of people nowadays have a harder time believing that people like Zuko can ever redeem themselves. So yeah, it's interesting. Mm -hmm. Someone one ninety eight. That's their username. Someone198. Nice. No no profile picture or anything. Just guessed. They're just really desperate to get yeah. this question then. <laughs> so Saka. Hello. Um <laughs> my name is a uh, someone198 and I'm here to say yes, that Yes, yes, you there? Would, yes. So, yes? Uh yes. Um I have a question. Okay. Sokka has a uh, rotten luck when it comes to girls. Uh, what are the chances that both girls he seriously liked uh, would either leave or die to do their part to save the world? In the words of Ron Stoppable, uh, are all girls like this or just the ones I know? I'm pretty sure this is uh, Sokka's curse, Sokka's trick. Sokka's curse trick. I, I have a good friend curse. who seems to have this exact same problem. <laughs> Mm -hmm. We're not going to get into it. I think people just are like this sometimes. Really yeah. bad luck. Yeah. People seem to be like always interested in the same kinds of people. And sometimes those people happen to be people that turn into the moon. <laughs> yeah. Lisel. Lisele? Lisele? Lisele Bluth? L-I-E-S-E-L-L-E. Lisele? Lisele. Lisele. Lisel says, Well, I just got foamy at the mouth. Go ahead. Speaking of foamy at the mouth, <laughs> oh, foaming man, <laughs> where would we be without you? Oh, foaming man, man oh, foaming man, man your mouth is overfoaming. Oh, foaming man, oh, foaming man. Your foamy are your branches. I love your foamy mouth and lips. I want to kiss your foamy lips. Oh, foamy man, oh, foamy man. However are your branches. 
Well, that answers all the questions. I have a question for you. Yes. What are your cabbages? Mm -hmm. Oh, here's my cabbage. Mm. What are your cabbages? Oh. Well, you asked. Well, I did ask. And that's the show. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. The end. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. We what? have to do our plugs. Oh, wait, no, our plugs. Why do we always forget the plugs? I didn't. You were about to stop the show. <laughs> this is not my fault. Hmm. Uh, there, we have some fun plugs this time. Mm -hmm. If if you, well, well, let's just plug ourselves first, yeah. real quick. Uh, where where can people find you? Oh, me. Yes. Oh, little old me. Little old you. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Stellar Ghost if you're mm -hmm. so inclined to be on Twitter in these trying times. Otherwise, I do love to redirect people just straight to my website just because I feel like it's a fun experience if you haven't been there summergeist.com mm -hmm. try to view it on a fucking like desktop computer if you can if you mm -hmm. have if you can do that yeah uh cuz it's it's good and all my shit is on there and lately I've mostly been using Instagram so if you want to follow my Instagram it's sailor sun like sailor moon but with the sun instead what about you uh just follow me on Twitter at Owl Dude. I have my Linktree link right there. Yeah. If you want to try to put in this Linktree thing, figure out what that dot is. It's a link to dot ee slash geist. Mm -hmm. But that's not easy to remember. It's just at at Owl Dude yep. on Twitter and Tumblr. So simple. Um why did I sound nervous? I don't know. Oh. You're like you're like wringing your hands too. I just I I'm just fidgety. Also, very important. Well, it's not important. It doesn't mm -hmm. actually matter at all. But if you want to join our Discord, um, there is a tweet on our Pod Cabbages Twitter. I guess you can also, first of all, follow Pod Cabbages on Twitter at my Pod Cabbages. And you can find our Discord there too. We now have a public Discord. We've had it for a long time, but it's finally now public. And it's actually mm -hmm. a really good time. I'm surprised at how hopping it is right now. Yeah, they say it's really hopping. We have a lot of good emojis. <laughs> Compost ang. Compost ang. Compost ang. Compost ang. <laughs> and of course, as always, we are delighted to be part of the Noise Space Network, noisespace.xyz, where you can find such wonderful podcasts as the ones we've mentioned previously on previous episodes, but also there's a brand new one. Yeah, if you if you hated how we covered this uh, detective, half detective uh, episode of Avatar The Last Airbender, like, what are these people talking about? This is so hard to follow. Maybe you should listen to an actual good uh, detective show podcast called Elementopy. Based on the show the Elementary. Okay. See? Yeah. The. The. <laughs> <laughs>